0: Good afternoon, good night, good day, wherever you are. This is Unleashed Unapologetically with me this evening. I have Alicia Lyons. I love the name. And the picture showed up. I was like, oh, there she is, a lioness. I really love it. Love it. Love it. So we have her with us this evening and we know, as you all know, we are the platform where we unleash unapologetically and we empower you to build your confidence. And that's why I'm your confidence coach. I'm your personal development and I am your executive leadership coach coach. What we do here is inspire you to work around those four pillars, which is, which are the the pillars of health, wealth, personal development and communication. And this evening, it's all about transforming yourself, right? It's about knowing where you stand when you are working on becoming your best selves and what she does, she helps you do that. But let me introduce you to her. Alicia Lyons is a mom first, but of that she is a life coach. She is an and she is also an author, all right? So what she is very passionate about is helping women live their lives, helping them find joy. So, as you live your life, you live it with joy, and it's from the inside and out of you. And oftentimes, we find ourselves wondering, where is my joy? How can I find it? You go on a soul search. So, that's why she ch- helps you transform your life. She's that transformational coach outside of business, being a business to management um, credentialed, uh, certified neuro transformational coach she comes in and she boosts you up to tell you hey enough enough with the guilt enough with the you, you telling yourself all the negative narrative it's okay because what you need to do is start building the relationship between you and yourself in order to be the best version of you that can find love first and joy so Alicia welcome and tell us what's going on in the neck of your hood. <laughs> Welcome.
1: Thank you for that intro. I need you to follow me around in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, can we can work together. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell Thank us, has you your yes, has your evening, morning, day, wherever you are going? Because hey, you know people are listening to us everywhere.
1: Absolutely. I, you know, it's, I'm in evening now. It's been kind of a great day. It started off kind of awful with somebody cutting me off in traffic for no reason. Um, But uh, I'm remembering my gratitude practice (laughs) (laughs) where right now I'm trying to help uh, or to treat everyone like it's their birthday. And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool because I love my birthday so much. Um, honking at that guy this morning was not making him feel like it was his birthday, but, uh, I, rec- I course, corrected after that.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You know, don't keep cutting people off the street. Happy birthday. I love that. I love that mindset. So tell us about you, Alicia, and tell us about what got you into, you know, transforming and pivoting you know because you, you you started as a business mindset person into now the transformational part of what you do which is helping people in that neural um way of thinking and shifting
1: yeah so in 2010 i um i i got tired of corporate america <laughs> to be honest um it was 2010 the economy tanked i couldn't i lost my job Uh, I couldn't find a job that was, um, you know, full-time permanent and paid worth getting out of bed in the morning. I ended up having six jobs that year. So taxes were super fun. Um, and I started my home-based business and I said, I'm, I just, I can't work for attorneys anymore. (laughs) And so I, I started my home-based business. Um, I was, I became a mom. I conceived my child nine months into my business. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously had him nine months later. Uh, I became a leader in my company um, 19 days after he was born. Mm -hmm. I earned a free car a month after that. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I was high on life. I I was a new mom. I was feeling good and confident in my business. I was a car driver for free in this business. I was a wife. I was a military wife. I was so happy. (laughs) Like Mm. I could, I had everything that I wanted at that point. And, um, and then life happened and my spouse and I decided to divorce. And so I lost the husband. I wasn't a military spouse anymore. I, um, I, I returned the car because I wasn't making the production to keep it. And I didn't have the money to pay the copay anymore. If, because I wasn't doing the production, um, I stepped down as a leader in the company and my son was acting crazy. (laughs) (laughs) to be totally honest and I was feeling like a bad mom and so literally everything that I had built my identity on was gone Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes we have to break down the layers that we've built on sand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and who I was was not I didn't know who I was outside of those things. So I had to rebuild and inside looking to be a, um, a leader in the company that I was still working for inside, wanting to be a leader again, I was struggling. I, I had reached this position and then fell back from it. And that's Mm -hmm. almost worse than not reaching it because Like, I've reached the goal, but I didn't hold on to it. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I found a life coach who specifically worked with women inside my company. Um, I remember the email that I got from him, the very first email. uh, And it was in 2017. And it said, uh, Happy New Year. I wish you more pain. (laughs) It was like, wait, what? Excuse you? (laughs) It was an acronym. I don't remember what it, uh, the acronym was for. I read the entire email. I'd never read an email from him or received an email from him before. I completely resonated with everything he said. I joined the program that he was um, offering at the time called Success and Fulfillment. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I didn't care about
1: the fulfillment part. I just wanted the success. Fulfillment was going to be a bonus, um, and. I fell in love with everything he was saying and it was all about the mind. It was all the mindset. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, later they said, hey, if you wanna be a coach, it'll really help you in your business. And I was like, well, I'm gonna sign up for anything that's gonna help me in my business. And so I signed up for this course and I went to a live event and and again, I I mean, I'm not joking when I say I sat in that room with my lips zipped for three days because I was terrified. Mm. <laughs> I was terrified of these people because the things that some of these people had been through in their lives were the worst things that he, that one human could do to another human.
0: Mm.
1: And there was so much pain and trauma in that room that I didn't even feel worthy because I'd never experienced anything like Mm -hmm. what they'd experienced. And I still for three days didn't talk (laughs) and I still came out transformed
0: Mm. like it was
1: this, it was just different. Like. I, I can't, I can't even explain it because I haven't thought about that transformation in so long because the transformation I got from the third time going, I've been five times now. <laughs> Not because mm. I'm a slow learner, but because I just, I'm addicted to- It's needed sometimes, you know? It's, it, it's just, it's literally peeling off layers of mm-hmm. this fake person that I've been, that I had become to protect myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, my third time going I released this guilt that I was holding on to as a mom Mm -hmm. um, because my son was I sent him to a babysitter and she was inappropriate with him and I did all the things that were that you're supposed to do in that situation. I filed a police report. I call, called Child Protective Services for the girl who abused him because in my world, 13 year old girls don't do that to little boys if it hasn't been done to them, especially when their mom is in the house,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. right? So I did that, I my son, Uh, got some counseling I just wanted to make sure I was so concerned with making sure he was okay which he is (laughs) side note um but for two years the the guilt was building Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and as I continued to have a personal coach and 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 heal my own micro traumas um I I noticed that when this incident came up at a doctor's appointment and they wanted to you know they wanted me to stay and ask me more questions about it and they wanted to file a, a report and and i'm like no i've already done all this stuff <laughs> and
0: it didn't go anywhere
1: and i walked out and i was livid and i'm like ooh, that's a weird reaction to all of this these questions like they're just questions (laughs) they're just doing their job right and so I remember texting my coach at the time and I said I think I might feel guilty about something (laughs) so I went to the event and she was she was the one doing the the tool to get rid of guilt and shame and she asked the room who has guilt and everybody's hand went up except for mine because <laughs> I had already wow. forgotten right I'd already for- forgot air quotes um I'd already forgot that I felt guilty about it and then as I was listening to people I was like oh yeah that's right I did feel guilty about that thing and I raised my hand and I wanted her to pick me I knew I she ne- I needed her to pick me I didn't want mm-hmm. to do it in front of everybody but I needed her to pick me and so I said I let someone hurt my son And I watched her almost fall over. (laughs) But I got into the emotion of it. I touched it. I was there. Um, So she did pick me. We went through the process. And the best way that I can describe it is that it was like holding a beach ball underwater and letting it go. And that Uh was the difference of the weight that was on my shoulders that Uh was no longer there.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Alicia, for sharing such powerful, Mm. um, personal, as well, stories with us. Um, Because sometimes we hold on to guilt of what others have done as if it was Mm. ours, you know, Mm -hmm. as if we were the cause of it. And um, hearing you and the steps that you took to overcome, you know, the struggles at work, you know, because you were at a stage in your life, you know, doing well and everything. And then things went down. And then now to face, you know, that place where your son, you know, that is yours, that came from you and, you know, had to go through such hard time for himself. And, you know, you feel like because he has to be put in such place where being questioned, being seen, being evaluated and all that, you feel like it's because of you. So that was your point of transformation because when you release that guilt, things have changed. And many of us, and thank you again, because many um, women and men, you know, they hold on to guilt thinking that they are the cause of what happened. I felt like I had that conversation um, last night actually. And, there were areas where I was holding some guilt, and I really needed to release it. And uh, it felt good, you know, when we talk around it, and we release it, because we're realizing that, you know, it's not always our fault. You know, there are things that happen, it's caused by two people, or it's caused by all of us or none of us you know it does not really need to be we have to label or target someone to give them you know a name tag but it's just to address it for what it is and when life happens like you said you know that's where the awakening happens too because you are now able to say oh this is me this is the real me
1: Really what I believe is, um, my son, part of my son's purpose on this planet is to redirect me. (laughs) He, I mean, it was not blaming him, but because of him that I ended up leaving his dad. Um, It was because of him that I work with moms. It was because of this guilt that I had because of his situation that I'm working with moms to help them overcome guilt too because Mm -hmm. I became passionate about something for someone else and those things wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. if he didn't exist and Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't know if you're familiar with Lisa Nichols she's a yes she's a Mm -hmm. um, motivational speaker if anybody doesn't know who she is but um, she I was on a conference call with her And, um, it was an intense conversation and, and I, I was crying and, um, and my son showed up, (laughs) which is often what he does when when he sees or hears me crying. He's right there. And, um, and I told her the tears show up and so does he. And she said, he knows his purpose. And the, the funny thing to me that she said that was my son listens to all the same personal development stuff that I do because I listen to them when he's around. Yes, <laughs> so yes. He's he's tuning in, he's paying attention. And so people are always talking about what's my purpose, you know, finding my purpose. How do I fulfill my purpose? And he's curious, what's a purpose? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's what you're here for on earth. Like everybody has a purpose or that they're here on earth to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, what's mine? And I'm like, I don't know, you gotta figure that out for yourself. My mom
0: didn't tell me. You gotta figure it out.
1: <laughs> so when Lisa Nichols told him that 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 was his purpose, and I phrased it in a way because I didn't feel comfortable with his purpose being him responsible for my happiness, because oh, yeah. I'm responsible for my happiness. Um I don't remember how I worded it, but I worded it in a way that, that was, that I felt comfortable with that he's Mm -hmm. here to, to bring me more joy and, Mm -hmm. and, um, and he was happy with that. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I
1: might've said that his purpose is to love me.
0: (laughs) Well, until he grows up and have found his, you know, to go and find his own purpose, of course. But I really, I I love that, um, that you build that connection with him for him to understand at an early age, what, you know, purpose is. And many children don't really know, you know, those kind of, or oh, they're not really around, you know, expressing those words, you know, around their families or parents, because, you know, they they, they are either raised in traumas and all that, you know, not that he was, there wasn't any traumas at the beginning in his life, but now that trauma is being repurposed in a way and is fulfilling both of you where you find joy and he's bringing it to you and then he's gaining it as well because each time he comes into you, I'm pretty sure there's that joy that fills him too, you know, and he's younger. He may not know how to express it, but by the way, he sp- smiles, by the way, he hugs you, by the way he, he cares and speaks to you, you already know, and you could see it through himself. So I really love that, you know, uh, with the, you building you, you're also helping him build himself. So into directing towards how you help women, you know, who are parents as well. And I love that you said you are a mom first because knowing that you are a mom first, you could actually help those women who are breaking that heavy load on their shoulders, thinking that you know it's because of them when they're not in a relationship anymore, when the marriage is broken or the relationship is broken, or if it is their finances or whatever event that they have going on in their lives that's causing them to really close themselves up and not look for purpose and here you come in. So tell us about, you know, how you get those women to be, to see themselves first as women, if they don't have children or as mothers, if they have children.
1: So, um, I do focus more on moms, um, than women in general. I do, you know, I'm not going to say, Hey, you're not a mom. So get out. Um, (laughs) but the, the things that I focus on with moms is, um, I've, I've noticed when I'm asking moms, what, what do you want the most in your life? Uh, I would say every single one of them has mentioned peace. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until recently that I noticed that. And I posted a a question on Facebook. What is stealing your peace? um as a mom and one mom said my children and that was hysterical to me (laughs) um but i mean there's some seriousness behind that but um you know what i i broke it down into five categories of things that are stealing uh our our peace and it's it's chaos in our life it's um our relationships it's Mm -hmm. finances it's self-care or lack thereof Mm -hmm. um and then there's one i'm forgetting off the top of my head because this is all still very new um but uh oh guilt (laughs) how could i forget that one (laughs) so those are the things that are stealing our peace and so um i work with women one-on-one Mm-hmm. uh because it's more effective than a group setting because you're going to say different things to a group of women especially with how judgmental uh this online social media is mm-hmm. um even no matter if you say hey this is a safe space like it 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 there's still going to be a guard up but one on one if we have the rapport um, and we go through things like, um, finding out what your true values are and what your core values are and, and the order of importance, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of women are saying yes to things that are low on their list or mm-hmm. not even on the top 10 maybe of priorities. And that's sacrificing what's at the top of the list mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: creates issues internally. Mm-hmm. Um, we I talk about guilt. Um, I help women with self-care. Um, I help women with the chaos. Uh, we talk about finances if that's a thing that they're struggling with and um and relationships relationships can be complicated but and you know communication is, so complex inside, Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. um,
1: inside of a relationship that, um, when I learned there was a different, there was different kinds of communicators, like a direct communicator and an indirect commun- or an implied communicator. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And I'm an implied communicator and implied communicators will say, I'm thirsty and think that they've asked you to get them a drink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My son and my boyfriend are both direct communicators and, le- and, and understanding that there's a difference mm-hmm. has helped inside both of those relationships. And so I imagine that there's a lot of people that don't yes. realize that. Like my son was climbing on me one day and it was, he was like digging into places that you don't want to be dug into <laughs> and it was hurting. And I was like, get into a comfortable spot, get into a comfortable spot. And he's like, I am. And I said, I was like, oh, this is hurting me. Can you shift a little bit because it's uncomfortable for me? (laughs) Can Mm -hmm. you move into a spot that's more comfortable for me?
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's still something that I struggle with, but because I'm aware of it, it's less of an issue.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because now you know how to work. And talk around
1: it, yeah. and we formulate it. Oh, loving, loving that. And we all have, we all have little triggers that we're unaware of. And I'm still learning mine. We're we're always a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that ha- the tone of voice in which people speak to me is can't or can be triggering. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, if my son gives me an attitude. <laughs> that that's a trigger for me I can you know calm myself um (laughs) before Mm -hmm. responding back Mm -hmm. and dan and and reacting the way that you know maybe I reacted when I was a kid to my brothers talking to Mm -hmm. me that way you know and where we want when we're parents we want our kids to we like to say do as I do as I say not as I do that's not how it works. (laughs) They are watching the show. They are not listening to the lecture. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And
1: I, I've created my own podcast around that topic because, um, it's, it's the better parent that I've become or the better person I've become the better parent I've become. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, that's a good
0: way. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way. I'm not a parent, but I'm a parent. I always say that because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in education for so many years. So I have taught early childhood education. I've teach and you know facilitate trainings for teachers, and also you know have nephews and nieces and all you name it, you know, around. And I know, you know, the feelings of when you see them and what you want to say to them as they grow, there are times you feel like they're bringing your attention to the highest and there are times they're like, oh, come here, let me hug you. And I really love that you are working with women who are in that place of struggle, you know, with their kids, because like you explain, you know, having someone saying the reasons why they need peace of mind is because right now they're not getting it due to the chaos that are brought by their home children, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it gives you that relationship and you can connect better because you not only you've been, you, you are there cause you have a child that is, that you are raising and helping grow, but you also can understand and hear those women better as well because their way around life balance you totally can relate because you know what life balance is for a parent for a mother or a single mom you know and when you are around that it really helps them be like Oh, thank you, Alicia. Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they can relate with you. So I'm really loving that, you know, and you, straight, you you brought it in as, you know, to let people know, hey, I would not turn you down, but I'd rather work with those who are already parents, women who are involved in entrepreneurship, but yet a mother, because like that, I too can relate with them better.
1: Right. And, you know, I, I haven't been a, a childless woman for the last 10 years, so my, my ability to relate to a childless woman is, is still there, it's just a little less, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just might think, oh, well, your life is easier because you don't have a kid in your oh. life, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which is not true. Um, and I do, I actually, uh, I have two clients right now, um, three that are not moms. So, um, and I think they're still getting some value out of what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, transformation is not, you know,
0: to me, transformation is, it starts with the mindset and that's something you, you, you brought up earlier. And it's necessary that we focus on the mindset, you know, because at the end of the day, whether you are a parent or a single, you know, parent or a married parent, or you are no parent there's a transformation that is needed because you still need to prepare yourself for that. You still need to prepare yourself for what's to come. And, you know, as you said, life always changes around us at any time, any given situation, it changes. So what do we do, you know, when life changes and we still feel like, you know, there's that life that is not balanced the right way. And, you know, transforming is balancing pretty much.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. For sure, mm-hmm,
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah. The I, I mean, sometimes you know, guilt is something that that is. It's just an emotion, and our emotions are, um, they're indicators, they're mm-hmm. notifications. So I was driving my boyfriend's car, <laughs> and it's. You know, newer car and it's super fancy. It's got all the bells and whistles on it. So when somebody pulls in front of you, it goes Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. And so somebody pulled in front of me, and it beeped at me. And I said, "Hey, it's not my fault. He pulled in front of me." my boyfriend, so I'm talking to an inanimate object. I'm not crazy, but I do that a lot. And <laughs> my boyfriend goes, it wasn't blaming you. It was notifying <laughs> you, right? Mm-hmm. So we tend to think that our emotions are um, are bad things. We label all, we label negative emotions as mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, these emotions are there to notify you of something. Mm -hmm. And with guilt specifically, it's there to notify you that something is out of alignment, that something has happened out of alignment of your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give a really super common mom guilt thing. Um, I work outside the home. My, My kid is in daycare. I feel guilty because my kid's in daycare. Now I realized that emotions or that guilt is just a notification because i heard a a mom on youtube say that guilt is a cop-out and i was Mm -hmm. so angry i got so mad (laughs) i was like did you just tell seven thousand women that mom guilt is a cop-out and if i could have commented i would have but um (laughs) (laughs) her comments were turned off for obvious reasons um but That's when I realized that guilt is there as a notification. It's notifying you that something's out of alignment. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're a single mom, you can't just quit your job because you think that a good mom works from home or a good mom is home with her kids. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So if you can't change, like guilt's there to produce change, to let you know there's something out of alignment and now you need to do something and change uh, right yeah. mm-hmm. if you can't physically change your situation you know i can stop yelling at my kid it's not always easy but i can stop you know um but if i'm a single mom i can't quit my job
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i can't always support myself if i work from home like mm-hmm. it's not always an option for every single person what is an option is the is changing the way that you think about it so you can so whatever your guilt is you can either change the situation Mm -hmm. or you can change the way that you think about it some situations Mm -hmm. can't be changed i couldn't go in time and stop the babysitter from doing what she did but i could stop i could change the way that i was thinking about it and i was thinking about it as it's my fault Mm -hmm. i did this Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. reality, I didn't do it. I didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. you know So changing your mindset I'm a I'm a a mom, I'm providing for my children while, while someone else who know, who loves my child is taking care of them mm-hmm. or who's good with children is taking care of them. like there's different ways you're providing, money for different needs Mm -hmm, while mm -hmm. someone else is caring for their physical needs in that moment. Yeah. And really what I believe is Um, my son, part of my son's purpose on this planet is to redirect me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He, I mean, it was not blaming him, but because of him that I ended up leaving his dad. Um, it was because of him that I work with moms. It was because of this guilt that I had Mm -hmm. because of his situation that I'm working with moms to help them overcome guilt too because Mm -hmm. I became Mm -hmm. passionate about something for someone else and those things wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. if he didn't exist and Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't know if you're familiar with Lisa Nichols she's a yes she's a Mm -hmm. um, motivational speaker if anybody doesn't know who she is but um, she I was on a conference call with her and um, it was an intense conversation and, and I ha- I was crying and, um, and my son showed up, <laughs> which is often what he does when he, sees, <laughs> when he sees or hears me crying. He's right there. And, um, and I told her the tears show up and so does he. And she said he knows his purpose. And the, the funny thing to me that she said that was my son listens to all the same personal development stuff that i do because i listen to them when he's around yes, <laughs> so yes. he's he's tuning in he's paying attention and so people are always talking about what's my purpose you know finding my purpose how do i fulfill my purpose and he's curious what's a purpose mm-hmm. And i said well that's what you're here for on earth like everybody has a purpose for that they're here on earth to fulfill mm-hmm. and he said mm-hmm. well what's mine i'm like i I don't know you gotta figure that out for yourself (laughs) my mom didn't tell me you gotta figure it out (laughs) so when lisa nichols told him that 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 was his purpose and i phrased it in a way because i didn't feel comfortable with his purpose being him responsible for my happiness because i'm responsible for my happiness um I don't remember how I worded it, but I worded it in a way that, that was, that I felt comfortable with, that he's Mm -hmm. here to, to bring me more joy and, Mm -hmm. and, um, and he was happy with that. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I
1: might've said that his purpose is to love me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, until he grows up and have found his, you know, to go and find his own purpose, of course. But I really, I I love that, um, that you build that connection with him, for him to understand at an early age, what, you know, purpose is. And many children don't really know, you know, those kind of, or oh, they're not really around, you know, expressing those words, you know, around their families or parents. Because, you know, they, they they are either raised in traumas and all that, you know, not that he was there wasn't any traumas at the beginning in his life, but now that trauma is being repurposed in a way that is fulfilling both of you, where you find joy and he's bringing it to you, and then he's gaining it as well, because each time he comes into you. I'm pretty sure there's that joy that fills him too, you know. And he's younger; he may not know how to express it, but by the way he smiles, by the way he hugs you, by the way he he cares and speaks to you, you already know, and you could see it through himself. So I really love that, you know, uh, with the, you building you, you're also helping him build themselves So into directing towards how you help women, you know, who are parents as well. And I love that you said you are a mom first because knowing that you are a mom first, you could actually help those women who are breaking that heavy loads on their shoulders, thinking that, you know, it's because of them when they're not in a relationship anymore, when the marriage is broken or the relationship is broken, or if it is their finances or whatever event that they have going on in their lives that's causing them to really close themselves up and not look for purpose. And here you come in. So tell us about, you know, how you get those women to be to see themselves first as women, if they don't have children or as mothers, if they have children.
1: So, um, I do focus more on moms, um, than women in general. I do, you know, I'm not going to say, Hey, you're not a mom. So get out. Um, (laughs) but the, the things that I focus on with moms is, um, I've, I've noticed when I'm asking moms, what what do you want the most in your life? Uh, I would say every single one of them has mentioned peace. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until recently that I noticed that and I posted a a question on Facebook, what is stealing your peace? Um, As a mom. And one mom said my children, and that was hysterical to me. (laughs) Um, But I mean, there's some seriousness behind that, but um you know what i what, i broke it down into five categories of things that are stealing uh our our peace and mm-hmm. it's it's chaos in our life it's um our relationships it's mm-hmm. finances it's self-care or mm-hmm. lack thereof mm-hmm. um and then there's one i'm forgetting off the top of my head cuz this is all still very new um but uh oh guilt <laughs> How could I forget that one? (laughs) So those are the things that are stealing our peace. And so um, I work with women Mm -hmm. one-on-one because it's more effective than a group setting because you're going to say different things to a group of women, especially with how judgmental uh, this social media is. Mm -hmm. Um, Even no matter if you say, Hey, this is a safe space. Like it, 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 there's still going to be a guard up, but Mm one-on-one, if we have the rapport, um, and we go through things like, um, finding out what your true values are and what your core values are and, and the order of importance, Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. a lot of women are saying yes to things that are low on their list or mm-hmm. not even on the top 10 maybe of priorities and that's sacrificing what's at the top of the list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that creates issues internally. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I talk about guilt, um, I help women with self-care, um, I help women with the chaos. Uh, we talk about finances if that's a thing that they're struggling with, and um, and relationships. Relationships can be complicated, but and you know communication is so complex inside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, inside of a relationship that um, when I learned there was a different there was different kinds of communicators, like a direct communicator and an indirect commun- or an implied communicator.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and I'm an implied communicator and implied communicators will say I'm thirsty and think that they've asked you to get them a drink (laughs) yeah (laughs) my son and my boyfriend are both direct communicators and and, and understanding that there's a difference Mm -hmm. has helped inside both of those relationships and so I imagine that there's a lot of people that don't yes. realize that like my son was climbing on me one day and it was he was like digging into places that you don't want to be dug into and it was <laughs> hurting and I was like get into a comfortable spot get into a comfortable spot and he's like I am and I said I was like oh this is hurting me can you mo- shift a little bit because it's uncomfortable for me. <laughs> Can mm-hmm. you move into a spot that's more comfortable for me?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's still something that I struggle with, but because I'm aware of it, it's less of an issue. Because then I
0: know how to work and talk around it yeah. and reformulate it. Oh, loving, Loving that.
1: And we all, have, we all have little triggers that we're unaware of. And i'm still learning mine we're we're always a work in progress Mm -hmm. i'm learning that the tone of voice in which people speak to me is can't or can be triggering Mm -hmm. and knowing that if my son gives me an attitude (laughs) that that's a trigger for me i can you know calm myself um
0: <laughs> before mm-hmm.
1: responding back and dan and and reacting the way that you know maybe I reacted when I was a kid to my brothers talking to mm-hmm. me that way, you know? And where we want when we're parents, we want our kids to we like to say do as I do as I say, not as I do. That's not how it works. <laughs> They are watching the show. They are not listening to the lecture. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And
1: I, I've created my own podcast around that topic because um, it's, it's the better parent that I've become or the better person I've become, the better parent I've become. Mhm. Mhm. And so that's a good
0: way. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way. I'm not a parent, but I'm a parent. I always say that because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in education for so many years. So I have taught early childhood education, I've teach and you know facilitate trainings for teachers and also, you know, have nephews and nieces and all you name it you know around and I know you know the feelings of when you see them and what you want to say to them as they grow there are times you feel like they're bringing your attention to the highest and there are times they're like oh come here let me hug you and I really love that you are working with women who are in that place of struggle you know with their kids because like you explain you know having someone saying the reasons why they need peace of mind is because right now they're not getting it due to the chaos that are brought by their home children (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it gives you that relationship and you can connect better because you not only you've been you you are there because you have a child that is that you are raising and helping grow but you also can understand and hear those women better as well because their way around life balance you totally can relate because you know what life balance is for a parent for a mother or a single mom you know and when you are around that it really helps them be like Oh, thank you, Alicia. Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they can relate with you. So I'm really loving that, you know, and you straight you, you brought it in as you know, to let people know, hey, I would not turn you down, but I'd rather work with those who are already parent. Who you women who are involved in entrepreneurship, but yet a mother because like that, I too can relate with them better.
1: Right. And you know, I I haven't been a a childless woman for the last ten years, so my my ability to relate to a childless woman is is still there. It's just a little less, mm-hmm. um, and I I just might think, oh well, your life is easier because you don't have a kid in your life, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, And I do, I actually, uh, I have two clients right now, um, three that are not moms. So, um, and I think they're still getting some value out of what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, transformation is not, you know, to me, transformation is, it starts with the
0: mindset. And that's something you, you, you brought up earlier. And it's necessary that we focus on the mindset, you know, because at the end of the day, whether you are a parent or a single, you know, parent or a married parent, or you are no parent there's a transformation that is needed because you still need to prepare yourself for that. You still need to prepare yourself for what's to come. And, you know, as you said, life always changes around us at any time, any given situation, it changes. So what do we do, you know, when life changes and we still feel like, you know, there's that life that is not balanced the right way. And, you know, transforming is balancing pretty much.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. For sure. Mm-hmm,
0: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, the I I mean sometimes, you know guilt is something that that is it's just an emotion and our emotions are um their indicators, their mm-hmm. notifications. So I was driving my boyfriend's car <laughs> and it's you know, a newer car and it's super fancy. It's got all the bells and whistles on it. So when somebody pulls in front of you, it goes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. And so somebody pulled in front of me and it beeped at me. And I said, Hey, it's not my fault. He pulled in front of me (laughs) and my boyfriend. So I'm talking to an inanimate object. I'm not crazy, but I do that a lot. And my boyfriend goes, it wasn't blaming you, it was notifying <laughs> you. Right. Mm-hmm. So we tend to think that our emotions are um are bad things. We label all we label negative emotions as mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but really these emotions are there to notify you of something. Mm-hmm. And with guilt specifically, it's there to notify you that something is out of alignment, that something has happened out of alignment of your beliefs.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: I'm gonna give a really super common mom guilt thing. Um, I work outside the home, My, my kid is in daycare. I feel guilty because my kid's in daycare. Now I realized that emotions or that guilt is just a notification because i heard a a mom on youtube say that guilt is a cop-out and i was Mm -hmm. so angry i got so mad (laughs) i was like did you just tell seven thousand women that mom guilt is a cop-out and if i could have commented i would have but um (laughs) her comments were turned off for obvious reasons um but that's when i realized that guilt is there as a notification it's notifying you that something's out of alignment now Mm -hmm. if you're a single mom you can't just quit your job because you think that a good mom works from home or a good mom is home with her kids Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so if you can't change like guilt's there to produce change to let you know there's something out of alignment and now you need to do something and change Uh right yeah Mm -hmm. if you can't physically change your situation you know i can stop yelling at my kid it's not always easy but i can stop you know um but if i'm a single mom i can't quit my job Mm -hmm. and i can't always support myself if i work from home like Mm -hmm. it's not always an option for every single person what is an option is the is changing the way that you think about it so you can so whatever your guilt is you can either change the situation Mm -hmm. or you can change the way that you think about it some Mm -hmm. situations can't be changed i couldn't go in time and stop the babysitter from doing what she did but i could stop i could change the way that i was thinking about it and i was thinking about it as it's my fault Mm -hmm. i did this Mm-hmm. And in reality, I didn't do it. I didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. You know, so changing your mindset, I'm a I'm a a mom, I'm providing for my children whilst, while someone else who know who loves my child is taking care of them mm-hmm. or who's good with children is taking care of them. Like there's different ways you're providing money for different needs Mm -hmm, while mm -hmm. someone else is caring for their physical needs in that moment.